Hello, and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm your host, Nathaniel. Uh, I'm the other host, Chris. I'm the only host, You've never Nathaniel. said the host part, you threw me off. <laughs> I'm Nathaniel. The host. The only one. The, oh, I'm gonna try and get my chair closer. <laughs> you got it. I, I believe turn it a little bit. There yeah, yeah, yeah. Now squeeze back into it. Yeah. Perfect. I gotta take the armrests off these goddamn chairs. How you doing, Chris? Uh, sore. Yep, more so. Yes, than usual. <clears throat> At least you didn't say tired, even though you are. Yeah, that's lack of sleep and fucking constant pain. We'll do that to you. That, that it will. And I forgot to mute my computer, so that could have been bad if I pulled up a video. <laughs> it just automatically plays porn. Starts playing in the background. Yes, I'm going to pull up porn right here at the table with you. That's all you have a laptop for. It's just full of porn, and you keep it with you at all times. You never know when you have to have a good J.O. sesh. The, you know, sometimes it just hits you, and you're like, now. Sometimes. I'm now it's the time. Driving down the road in the drive-thru, and I got to rub one out. Driving down the road in the drive-thru. Yeah. I meant I meant going, like, you know. Eh. Just going along. Leave me alone. I just woke up. It's I was going to say, you're, like, you're, you're spending, like, you're, like, five minutes on the road, and you just got to pull over and take care of it. Yeah. Sometimes you got to. That's why you had a laptop at all times. Pull up all the things you're into. Clown porn. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh so that's supposed to be the, the horn. Yeah, I can't do the noise. Mm -hmm. Um Go on. There's a movie <laughs> like that. What do you mean there's a movie like that? Um there's a Kevin Smith made a movie. And about banging clowns? The guy is a clown, and he gets hired for parties and shit. Mm -hmm. But he gets hired, and he goes to this motel, and he's like, it's kind of weird. And, like, two guys rape him as okay. a clown. I, that is weird. I, I, did, I couldn't finish the movie. Like, okay, that's enough of this movie. It's like, and we're I done. I think it's just called, like, fuck, like, Lude or something like that. Lude? Yeah. I can't remember the exact name of it. I'll, I'll try and find it. I, I hope you don't find it. In case, you know, people want to see it. I think you can look up, what did you say, Kevin Smith is the director? Yes. Kevin Smith, clown porn. Vulgar. Vulgar. Yeah, that's a clown. Yeah. It looks like it's... Fucking Pogo? It, no, it looks like it's supposed to be like a um, Joker ripoff. But like... But like 20 Joker, years before yeah. Joker? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I don't mean the movie Joker. Oh, I okay. mean, I mean, like the Heath Leather Joker, Ledger Leather. Yeah, but that movie still this came out a long time ago. So did Heath Ledger's Joker? No, way before that. You think so? Yeah. Tell me the date. No, I thought it came out later than that. Two thousand. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it did come out. And yeah, it came out before, but I thought it was farther back than that. Because that's the same like stance that you first see Joker in. In that movie, when they're about to rob the bank, he's like yeah. sitting there with that kind of stance, so it looks like it's trying to rip it off. Maybe they uh, ripped off Vulgar. It's very possible. <laughs> I gotta watch every type of clown thing I can find to get into the mindset of being a psycho clown, so I'll start with the rape movie. This is how he became the Joker. Yeah. I hated that fucking You Joker wanna know how I got these scars? I was invited to a motel, and then two dudes showed up. Tied to a metal bed in a motel. You hated what? The Joker movie. 
the Joaquin Phoenix yes. one? Really? Hated it. A lot of people loved that yeah, movie. Yeah, I hated it. I didn't watch it. Like, ah, oh, it portrays mental illness perfectly. I'm like, no. It doesn't look at all like someone who has a real mental illness. Well, it's like everybody on Twitter liked it. Yeah, I didn't like it. So, well, you're in the minority. I hate to break it to you. No, I'm just not part of the vocal people. Usually the people that take to social media are yes. a, little, a little iffy at times anyway. Yes. But the box office was... What was that other movie I saw that came out? I don't know. There's quite a few of them. I was looking at my movie and it was like 20 million to make and it grows like 4 million. I'm like, ooh, it's a rough hit. That's pretty bad. Then they did that uh, Gem movie, that cartoon from the 80s. Gem? Yeah. I don't think I've seen it. She was like a lead singer in a female like rock band. And it's kind of like the He-Man or She-Ra type shows. Oh, okay. But that was her normal thing was. So it was kind of like a magical girl anime. Dude. She was an, an idol and then had powers. But, magic uh, girl anime. They made the movie. They aired it once or twice in theaters and it bombed. Mm-hmm. And they just pulled it from every theater and never played it again. Huh. It's like, look, even if it's doing bad, run it to try and get back at least some of the money. Mm-hmm. You'll get back at least a little bit for the, like, the, you know, a few days fans who want to see the movie, even if it's not that good. <laughs> nope, good. they just pulled it. So I think it grossed like a few, like in the thousands. That's bad. That's real bad. I think it's considered like the worst grossing movie of all time now. I'm trying to think what other movie is that bad. I don't know uh, a single movie that's that bad. I don't know. Except for Leprechaun. But we're not going to oh talk God. about that. We talked about that last week. We're not going to talk about it this week. Let me see if I can find the uh, numbers for this. Since I mentioned it. Do you like a lot Magic Girl animes? That's not it. Um, Some of them? That's fair. I can't name a single one. I mean... Except for Maho Sojo. Sailor Moon? Yeah. Okay. It's bringing up another movie that's not the right one. Okay. Am I spelling it wrong? Probably. I don't... I never liked the show when I was a kid. Gem and the Holograms. Mm. That sounds great. Great fully worked by me. Uh Oh, no. I made more than I thought. <clears throat> Yeah, production budget was five million, and opening weekend it got one point three. Okay, that's not bad. Have you watched any movies lately in the movie theaters? No. Um, my daughter went and saw the new Super Mario Brothers. I heard that was good. Yeah, she said it's really good. I need to watch that. I need to watch the new John Wick, and soon because I want to see the new John Wick. You want to go watch John Wick? Still in the theaters? I think so. I'm broke. <laughs> It's got a got this thing over here. Yeah, that's fair. Let's see if because I, I I think it's been in these for a while, so it probably won't be in there for list very of long. biggest box office bombs. Mm -hmm. Let's see the Thirteenth Warrior. Really, I get that. Uh, I actually kind of enjoyed that movie. Production budget was one hundred to one hundred and sixty million, and worldwide it made sixty one. That's not that bad. I mean, they got back most of their money. This one here cost one hundred million, and they only grossed seven. 
Why is that not? Oh, these are not by order. That's why. What movie is that? The Adventures of Pluto Nash. <laughs> that didn't do so well. Oh my god. What? I remember this movie. Yeah. No, not that one. No. This movie, uh, Lolita. It cost sixty-two million in a worldwide gross of one point one. Lolita, isn't that? Hold on, isn't that about? Um, it's a guy who's like in love with a a, a girl, like yeah. a, like a twelve, fourteen-year-old, right? I believe so. Yeah. It's adapted from a novel. Yes. I, I did I did not watch this movie, but I do know this movie, and I know the premise of it. I think I might have seen part of it. That's yeah, yeah. Cause uh, Stanley Kubrick did the first one, I think. The first Lolita film. I think so. They made multiple. This one is ninety-seven. Yeah, this one's ninety-seven. Directed by Andre Lin. Andrean. Kubrick did one in 1962. Oh. Okay. Well, the, the 97 one, I think, is more well-known. With a screenplay penned by the author himself, Stanley Kubrick brings Vladimir Nabokov's controversial tale of forbidden love to the screen. So how was it penned by the author himself? I think the screenplay was penned by him. Or, or are they saying that the author penned the screenplay i get yeah he must have then Stanley kubrick used his screenplay yeah <sighs> yeah oh they did it together oh okay story by vladimir nabokov director stanley kubrick screenplay stanley kubrick vladimir nabokov and james b harris that one made two million the other one made half of that <laughs> And back in the 60s, that budget I, would have been a lot lower, too. I, see, the thing is, I don't know who would want to go and watch it. That's probably why. And the thing is, I, I bet people... I, I think it's probably good as a book. I bet even if people loved the book, they were probably kind of embarrassed to walk into the theater. Well, I think if I remember correctly, because I did watch a, like somebody do a breakdown of like the difference between the book and the movie. In the book, it's kind of like played out as if it's a bad thing, but kind of in the movie, it's kind of romanticized a little bit. I could be getting that wrong. Which kind of makes it seem worse. Because the book was definitely not like, uh, oh yeah, this guy's in love with her and it's okay. It was definitely like, uh, this is not okay. He knows it. It's a bad thing. That's kind of the same as when we were talking about... Uh, uh, yes, keep doing the head just Nodding my head so everybody can see what I'm talking about. You're nodding it to something. Clockwork Orange. Yes. Because in the book, it's not really romanticized and then like obviously at the end with a bonus chapter points that out more because mm -hmm. he realizes he was kind of a dick i don't know if anybody can hear the rain or not because it's getting louder no not on here yeah we're getting like a severe thunderstorm right now yeah well severe thunderstorm warning i don't think it's gotten to the bad part yet it's not quite a severe thunderstorm yet um but i do not know that movie uh if i do watch any of them it'll probably be the older kubrick one i'm not interested in that movie it's Lolita? Really, yeah. Uh, Wanna watch a fucked up movie? Watch uh, Blue Velvet. No. No. Fine, don't. Okay, good. Why not? I, I'm not going to watch anything that you say is fucked up. <laughs> good point. Because it's gotta be pretty fucked no, up. No, it's not as bad as gotta, like... If you say, if you want to watch a fucked up movie and then insert name here, it's gotta be pretty fucked up. I have different levels of fucked up. That's true. 
Yeah, I guess so. Like, certain I still films, won't watch it. I will tell people to watch, but I would never really tell people to watch. But I'll still, you know, encourage them to. <laughs> like, drop the titles now and then. Every now and then someone will say, like, the forbidden movie. And I'm like, do not watch that, for the love of God. They're like, <laughs> why? My friend was telling me. But I'm like, do yourself a favor. That, don't watch it. The one that was our initiation. Yes. Movie, yes. I, you know, I saw another movie that came out, and people were like, oh, my God, this movie is so much worse. So I watched that one, too, and I'm like, this is, this is far from worse. The other one is still way worse. And I will refuse to watch that movie. I actually had them. You're a terrible person. Not, like, the discs. The VHS? Well, no, I actually had... I don't like where this is going. A burn of it. Oh, okay. Because you couldn't get it in America. Yeah. And it just got passed around amongst everybody. <laughs> but uh, I had him in a folder. And it was like, there's no going back. <laughs> there's nothing with a folder. For your eyes only. If you choose to accept this movie. You watch this. It's going to be in your head for the rest of your life. Yay. That's what I want. I want to be scarred. Eh. Wasn't anything worse than what I've already seen. <laughs> I was growing up watching Faces of Death movies. Come on. I don't know what that is. It's just real people dying on film. It's called snuff. It's not... It's, it's, it's not, called snuff films, Chris. Those are not... These were in video stores. That's, I could go to the video store and rent Faces of Death on VHS. There was like 10 of them. Are these kind of like Look the live leak of your time? Like, uh, for example, like one was like a guy protesting. He dumped gas on himself. Then he accidentally touched an electric fence and went up in flames. One was that news reporter who shot himself in the head. Is it like... One was people sitting around a table to eat monkey brains. And they bring out a live monkey, put him on a table, and put like stocks around his neck. And they all take turns like hitting him to get to his brains. So it's multiple videos in one movie yeah. of different things so yeah. it's the live leak of your time essentially yeah and i was like the narrator now watch as they beat the monkey yeah he'll be like in the next scene you're gonna see did you find them how many are there um look at the plot there's actually a plot i, I was reading that for a second um, what does the plot say i gotta know what they say about the plot of this Plot. After performing an open-heart surgery on an unnamed patient, uh, pathologist Francis B. Gross states that's that not the, the right movie. becomes interested in transitional period of that's, life and death thanks to the recurring dream. Well, uh, this is the plot of, of probably action. how they got to start making this film, but it actually says right here, like, um, okay. shown in a documentary like Style centers on pathologist Francis B. Oh, maybe not. Maybe this is a different one. Maybe. I mean, how many freaking movies are called that? Cool. Falling eventually deemed two. That's definitely not the right one. Two of them. No, this is it. Yeah. Gross next narrates over recordings of assassinations, <laughs> stating that the Homo sapien are the only species to kill for greed. Assa that's not true. So there's that's one, not true whatsoever. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And they made a shit ton of money off of this, too. I went the day my ex's mother was getting married. I was supposed to go to, like, the wedding. Instead, you were like, nah, I want to watch people die. I rented, like, the, the newest 
episode and watched it. Then I went to the wedding. I had to finish it out. Come on. I went through all of them growing up. Wow. That's fucked interesting. Up movies. I, I, yeah. It, it, it's pretty fucked up. I've only a handful of times seen ah, people Ah, you're die. starting to make sense, Chris. <laughs> oh, look at that. Ha. Huh? <laughs> Man. And you wonder why you're so fucked? Yeah, it was kind of like the video version of that Ogrish website. Ogrish website? Similar to the other one you said. Live Leak? Yeah. yeah. The Ogrish was just, that's all it was. Yeah, Live Leak. Um, there's other stuff on Live Leak, but Live Leak is majorly known for, like, showing death. Bad of, things. Yeah. Um, it's not always, like, people being shot. It's, like, some, like, construction workers making mistakes and, like, I actually, dying because of it. I think I've heard of that site because of controversial clip that went up controversial there's um, tons of those <laughs> clips it was like in, there's a lot of people dying on that fucking thing i don't know if i should say it or not don't then it's okay it was and he's gonna find a pen to write down what i gotta just saw. keep a goddamn pen over here yeah or chalkboard oh, please not chalkboard though i hate chalkboards he's found a pencil he's going to I write found, i'm gonna draw pictures Ah, uh, yay! Um, I haven't seen too many people die, but it's not a fun thing. Definitely, like I wouldn't go out of my way to watch these films. I've seen it, but it's not great. Or I don't remember exactly. I don't know why I put an S. Oh. Yeah, you probably remember should say this. What? I can't read that because it's at an angle. I'll, I can read this part. Oh, remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. I saw. I don't think it's so bad that I can't say it, but out of respect I wouldn't, for the I age, wouldn't I don't want, I'm not I talk saw about it. this, but with a guy. Um, I didn't see this one, but I do remember this one. Um, and he he didn't do that. He did something else. Uh, rubbed one out. Yep. In one of your videos you watch all the time. Mm -hmm. yep, I was on Chatterbait. <laughs> saw him just rub it out. I'm like, nice, good job, <laughs> dude. Nice cock, bro. Yeah. High fived him. Through the, th through the monitor. Screen. Yeah, yeah. That's why I had to get a new good laptop. For, good broke for my you, screen. bro. That's you ever, that's sick. You ever seen the video of the cat biting the corner of the screen? It was kind of like that when I high fived it. Yeah, exactly. It's on all pretty colors. We should get to our stories. Yes, we are doing. <laughs> while we talk ships. about watching people die, we're doing ghost ships, which we did before. We have, yes. I did the Udang Mara. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. And I did the Cecil Marie, I think. What was that ship called I did? The Moraine something. The Don Moraine. M E D A N. Yeah. It was like the last word. I keep thinking like Udang. Nope. I don't think that's it, though. There's a game. There is a game, yes. I have all those games now. Did you? Do you? There's four in the series, so I have them all now. I, I gotta I, work my way through them. I have only... I typed in Ghost Ship. It brought me the film, Ghost Ship. I swear to God, that's the name of it. I was close, at least. You are close. Arang Madan? You are close. Uh, I just gotta find it real quick. The Arang Madan. Yes. <coughs> or Arang. You did the Saint... The... the Mary Cecil. That's it. No. Mary Celeste. Yes. 
Why'd you say Cecil? <laughs> Whenever I ever pronounced anything correctly. Cecil Polak. DeMille. Polak. Is it DeVille? I don't remember the guy's name. DeVille? Cecil B. something. They did a movie called like Cecil B. Demented. I don't know what you're talking about. Type in Cecil no! B. And you'll get no. his goddamn name. I don't want to. Let's carry on. My wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Now I'm thinking about Supernatural. We're not talking about Supernatural. No, but I'm thinking about it because whenever you hear that song, that's all that goes to your head now. Anyways. Okay, so I am doing the Lady Lovin' In the Tramp. In the Tramp. So this is how they... Can we spaghetti kiss ...had later? one long spaghetti noodle. <laughs> So the Lady Lovabond, I guess uh, sometimes it's spelled like with a U instead of an O. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And before we start the story. I don't know why. Chris has pizza on his t tabletop and I cannot stop looking at it. You hungry? I'm not hungry. You can go lick the box. No. You're not allowed to have a slice. I don't want a slice. <laughs> They're empty anyway. Why do you have empty pizza boxes up there? Because we got pizza on... Sunday and I haven't been to the recycling center yet. I've been working all week. Instead of putting it in the, next to the trash, you just have it on the table. Usually I put them next to it. She put them up there. Okay. All they, right. They won't all, all right. fit down where we put them normally. Blaming his daughter instead of taking you know really responsibility. Good, though? What's that? The top box there was like the, <laughs> every, the everything bagel. bagel tots. Yeah. Oh, really? They were fucking good. That sounds pretty good. But now I can't touch that shit again. Why? Because I'm back on my diet. Officially, I kept getting knocked off of it because everybody kept giving me shit. Like yesterday, I didn't feel good. I was about to leave work. Like I said, I left early because I, I felt like shit. Mm -hmm. And the kid there had a candy bar and he, like a Hershey bar, and he came to give me a piece. And I'm like, oh, 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 god damn it, I can't touch it. <laughs> sorry, He's I'm like, on oh, my I'm diet. sorry. I'm like, no, it's all good. I can eat certain chocolates, but not this one. You piece of shit. Do better. I like dark stuff without sugar. Yeah. Okay, Eighty so percent dark chocolate. Before we start about the ship, yes, we're gonna go over some superstitions sailors have. Okay, because one of them takes never, part in the story. You never cross a black cat. I don't think that's a sailor thing. Um, some of these I never even heard of. Don't walk under a, uh, an open ladder. Yeah. Uh, if you're walking hand in hand, you never separate. To, like, go around an object. You both go around the object together. What I liked to do when I was a kid was go lay a mirror a under a ladder on a crack and walk and jump on the mirror and break it, holding a cat, black cat in my arms. Okay. Trying nice. to get everything covered in one shot. Yeah. And yet you still persist. And I'm still pissed about that don't step on a crack, break your mother's back thing. Because I stepped on every fucking crack I could. And, you know. It didn't work. <laughs> Lying bastards. <laughs> What else is some good superstitions about, like, I can't think of another one. I don't know. Seven's a bad, no, seven's 13. a good number. Thirteen's a bad number. That's my favorite number. That and four. Then I found out four is, like, bad luck in, like, China. Japan. In Japan, yeah. yeah. So I, I, have, have, I have four tattooed to me. I purposely chose it, too. But the one in your... Yeah. The number of child you are. That's not why I got it. No, but when you showed it to me the first for the first time, that's why I asked you. Yeah. I am the fourth child, too. <laughs> ah, mine's number 52. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I didn't choose it because I'm the fourth child. I chose a long it. line of Mormons. 
very short line. It's it's one family. You haven't seen it. How do you know? <laughs> Listen, just because your family tree looks like a family stick doesn't mean anything. I like my family stick. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is if, like, okay. Did you ever read Harry Potter's? No. Well, one of the characters in his house, they have the family tree on the wall and his mother burned names off of it. Yeah, she it's Severus Black. Yes. Yeah. So... Eventually, like, you know, the way I've cut family out of my life, I probably have, like, a stick now. I did, I did watch it. <laughs> oh, okay. It's in the movies. You can see the um, the family tree in the movies. In Order of Phoenix, you see it. Yeah. And Sirius That's Black talks about now, it. Well, I actually, I read the books. Now I'm doing the audio books. Yeah, and Sirius talks about it, and he's like that. And he talks about when his face was burned off the tree. He's like that happened the day I ran away. Yeah. And then you find out he's related to that psycho, Bellatrix. <sighs> yep. Okay, so <laughs> sailor superstitions. Some of these I've never heard of, right? Some of them. No bananas on board. Okay. It's considered very unlucky and could cause the ship to be lost. They're like Marines. Holy shit. So, like, they would, like, avoid shipments of bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I think, I said it was more, uh, I, I didn't write where this one originated. But uh, to encourage good fishing, a fisherman would be tossed overboard right when they got on the ship and then brought back on. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, salt. Do not pass salt to another crew member. Instead, set it down so they can pick it up. You can't pass that from hand to hand. Bad luck. I've seen that somewhere. Redheads. Well, that's just because everybody if hates redheads. You cross paths with a redhead on your way to the ship, you would have bad luck unless you spoke to them. <laughs> if you cut a loaf of bread, do not set it back down, upside down. Who does that? I don't know. Who does that? Do not stir your tea with a fork or a knife. Only a spoon. Yeah. It's bad luck if sailors' wives say goodbye to them as they leave. Oh, uh, okay. Do not whistle or sing into the wind. You could whistle up a storm. Like Most the, of these I haven't even heard of. It's like the Appalachians. <laughs> Words can be bad luck. So do not say drowned, goodbye, or good luck. Also, don't talk about things from land such as animals or places. Do not set sail on certain days. Thursday is Thor, the god of storms day. So you don't set sail on Thursday. Yeah. Friday, don't set sail because that was the day Jesus was executed. Oh. The first Monday in April because it's the day Cain killed Abel. The second Monday in August, it was the day Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. What? December 31st, the day Judas hung himself. Don't set sail on any of those days. This one I knew about. Women. It's considered bad luck to have a woman on board. You know that because of Pirates of the Caribbean? I think Deadliest Catch. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, one of the captains had his daughter on board, but they mentioned it traditionally yeah. was considered bad luck. Um, they could distract the crew, which would anger the sea and cause bad conditions. But naked women calmed the sea. So that's why they said most figureheads were like a naked woman, yeah. mermaid, things like that. Just have her naked whenever she's on board. Flat-footed people are unlucky on them flat board, people. and before going on board, you're supposed to avoid them, <clears throat> like redheads. Don't cut your nails. 
Don't cut your hair or shave your beard once on board. Okay. If you have eggs on board, this one's good. Uh, once you crack an egg in order to like you know eat it, obviously, you need to smash the shell into tiny pieces because it could tr attract witches on board who like to ride in the eggshells. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Makes total sense. Yep. Yep. Any more? If a crew member's hat blows yep. overboard, it's a sign of a long trip. There's a belief that having the amniotic membrane of a newborn on board would prevent anyone from drowning. Oh, you just casually go out and get one. They yeah. would buy them. They would literally try and buy them. I figured that there was a name for it. I had to actually look up what the hell this word was. Uh, I knew not this one, but the other uh, part of this one. Tattoos of a pig or rooster on one's feet would prevent them from drowning and get them back to shore. On the other hand, tattoos of anchors would ensure you drown, drown fast and don't float. Did I like, read somewhere they would purposely... I actually heard the tattoo and a pig were supposed to weigh you down. Oh. I never heard you. I remember he helping you get hearing shore. somewhere that somebody had said, like, I don't know if it's true. They would purposely tattoo themselves with anchors, so if they are going to drown, they're just going to do it quickly. Yeah, I also heard there was a lot that wouldn't learn how to swim. That way, if they went overboard, they would just drown yeah. quickly. Like, ah, well, if I'm going then overboard, I'm dead. Learned about pirates why they had so many earrings, like gold earrings. It's for exchange, right? No, it's so for they... when they die, it covers the cost to send their body back home. Mm -hmm. okay. And I guess they would actually have where they like where they from on the earring. Um, don't rename a boat; it's bad luck. If you want to rename a boat, you need to have a denaming ceremony, then rechristen the boat. What do you think involves the denaming ceremony? It's really hard. You got to unbreak a bottle on the front of the ship. Yeah. And have all the wine go back into it. Mm -hmm. If you don't do it precisely, it's bad luck. Okay. Any more? I, I don't know how you would unname a ship. <laughs> Any more superstitions? No. no. That's it. I find the banana ones really funny because it's very similar to Marines. I don't know if you know what the Marine Corps is like bad food to bring if you if you're caught yeah. with it charms charm like the cereal the candy Char i don't know the candy you don't know the candy here i'll bring no. it up real quick i thought you're talking about like lucky charms no 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 no. there's a there's a candy that used to come in certain mres and uh it's bad luck to have it to have it to eat it would they like they would throw it out they were off it was in their mre yep they would throw it. it out yep <laughs> charms candy if i can spell charms correctly Fucking fingers. Such a hard word. No, I just fat fingered it. These things. They're like a, they're like a, a, a hard candy. Oh, oh my god! Scroll up. I loved those things. These ones? Yes. Okay. On Halloween, you used to be able to get these little coffins, and inside was kind of like a sweet tart type candy. It was yeah. like a hard, just sugar. And if you were lucky, you'd have a full skeleton in one coffin. Sometimes you'd have to kind of get a couple mm -hmm. together. Yeah. But they're they had like a little. Like a ball joint. You could slide them together and build up the full skeleton. Oh, table. really? That's kind of neat. Yeah, they're like um, uh, Pez. If you look at the candy, you can see it. Yeah, it's, I just opened it. Uh, but yeah, charms. Uh, they're bad luck in the Marine Corps. If you uh, if you have charms and you don't throw it out, they're, they're stories they of people. They soap in a pillowcase and beat the shit out of you at night. Like, really? 
Yes. Oh, maybe not get a full metal jacket. No, not not that specifically, but they have like gotten very angry with people who have brought charms to the to like if they're out on patrol, somebody brought charms with them, they would actually get really angry and hit people. (laughs) (laughs) They don't fuck around with that. Charms is dangerous, dog. Can't bring charms. That's a death sentence. What if you have a slingshot? You fucking shoot it at the enemy? Yes, you shoot the charms. Oh my god, that's a great idea. But you bring the act of bringing it with you is probably not a good idea. It's like you always keep a candy cane in case you need to sharpen it and shank someone. And there's stories of, like, uh, Marines going in after, like, another battalion. had a wall to get away from a charm they saw. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, Like, going in after a battalion, or, like, a... The army coming in after the Marine Corps, and they would just find piles of Oh, they leave them? Oh, yeah. To fuck with them? Not fuck with them, because they didn't, They would pile them up and, like, leave them alone. Oh, I thought you meant like they out. would leave them, like, in the barracks before they left. People they really fuck with them. They have done that, too. They have... What was that The army one? has left them charms before. What was that one we've talked about before? The Irish and the Russian army, they keep changing the alcohol bottle on that, like, yes. little rock. Yeah. <laughs> claiming it's theirs. Yep. It goes from, like, whiskey to vodka to whiskey to vodka. Yeah. Okay, so this Lady Lovey Bird. So the reason I did the superstitions is kind of <clears throat> one of them is in the story. A couple of them. Okay. Two. two. So the captain of the Lady Lovey Bond, Simon Reed, got married to Anetta in the winter of 1748. He wanted this honeymoon and wedding celebration to take place on the ship during a trip. Uh, they had a three-mast schooner called the Lady Lovey Bond. They left Kent, England, and set sail for Oporto, Portugal, on February 13, 1748. Mm-hmm. So as I said, you know, some of the superstitions, he already had his wife on board. Um, his mother or mother-in-law and her bridal party. So he already... Two women... More than two. The bridal party. Too. Right. Oh, yeah. At least three. At, at least three. If she had one, you know, just a bridesmaid. Right. What a hussy. <laughs> and her mother. And, and they also mother. left on Friday the 13th. <sighs> well, that's not... They didn't say specifically Friday the 13th. No, but that. Friday the 13th is considered bad luck anyway. Yeah. But is that a new thing? I don't know. I don't know when that started. Most superstitions seem come from back in the day yeah well most of the time okay so if all that wasn't bad enough one of his crew members died john rivers was a former lover of anetta's that seems like a very poor choice and he's already breaking their whole superstition shit too so and guess what he was also a redhead (laughs) so what happened was john was on deck with the ship's boatswain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, didn't, I had to look it up. A boatswain's a deck boss. They actually had it written as a bassoon. B-O-S-U-N. Yeah, yeah. And when I looked up that, it said boatswain. 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 So they're like the deck boss. As John walked around on the upper deck, he could hear the celebration below, which was making him just get more jealous and more pissed off because that's the woman he loved as well. No maidens. No maidens. <laughs> don't worry about it we can move on <laughs> so in his jealous rage 
he grabbed a belaying pin. You know what that is? It's for uh, tying the ropes yes. around. Yes. Uh, if you don't know what it is, it kind of looks sail. like a wooden handle with a... And it goes into a wooden slot. And it in a hole, and yeah. you tie the rope around it. I, we're very, being very descriptive, but I do know what it is. Yes. It, it kind of looks like uh, it kind of looks like the sharpening um, thing you get with a knife block. It's got the handle and a round stick at the end. Yeah. That's an easy way for people to picture it. Yeah. Everybody has one of those damn things. So he took that. He went up behind the boatswain, who was yeah. um, controlling, you know, steering the boat, and smashed him in the head, fracturing, uh, crushing his skull and killing him instantly. Why that guy? That guy did nothing. I know. Um, what a dickhead. He then took the helm, and he aimed the ship directly towards the Goodwin Sands. Okay. So the Goodwin Sands are a nine-mile stretch between Kingsdown and Pegwell Bay, and it's still considered one of the most dangerous passages in the English Channel. Because it's... Conditions in the Goodwin Sands change drastically. Um, like, I guess you can actually watch the sediment reshape itself as the tide goes out. So every time the tide comes in and goes out, it changes. Huh. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. I had a bunch of shit about that, just the sands. <laughs> and then you forgot. Well, no, I just said that part and lost where I was. Um, once it's low tide, around a tenth of the seabed is exposed as well. Mm. Since 1928, over 1,000 ships have wrecked there. During low tide, you can still see two of the ships that are actually American merchant vessels. Of course they are. So that's where John aimed the ship directly at the Goodwin Sands. Fuck you! The Lady Lovey Bond went straight onto the Goodwin Sands, which destroyed the ship, killing everyone. What? Yeah. How did everyone broke just... apart? But that's the way they explained it. Surely you should be able to live if you run aground like that. And don't call me Shirley. I called you Shirley. <laughs> huh? That's they weird. all died. Even if they were, like, moving, like, at, let's say, 20 knots and they hit it, like, I don't think the momentum would kill the people. They also said another thing about that. drowned, uh, but I guess you would be able to stand up if you could run aground. I, well, no, another do lay pretty well. thing about the Goodwin Sands, was it, which isn't particular to that, mm -hmm. uh, something with... Um, They're all quicksand. Something like that. Something where the ship can stir up the sediment to where it makes, like, a suction and pulls the ship and breaks the ship's back. Right. Okay, I get that. I can understand the ship breaking. Oh, no, I was just, I mentioned that because you said something about... Okay. So maybe, like, everyone fell in, couldn't get out? They were all below deck. So maybe when the ship broke apart, it crushed them all. Okay. Because everybody was below deck except him and the boatswain. Okay. That makes... Sure. Yeah, okay, I can see it. It just sounds really weird. And also, I guess maybe if it ran aground, the whole bottom ripped apart. Everyone would get down ripped out with him. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, he could have... He was on top. So, either way, it says they all died. No, he killed himself. He ate a bullet right after. He hit himself with that wooden thing. Yeah. I'm going to scrapture my skull. Okay, Fracture. so that's how the ship was run aground and everybody died. Exactly 50 years to the day the ship wrecked, uh, it was seen again. Oh. By the captain of the Edinburgh who wrote in his logbook that he almost collided with a three-mast schooner. He could hear the sounds of celebrating coming from the ship as it went directly into the Goodwin Sands and broke apart. Huh. 
50 more years pass, and oh. the ship is seen again. Coincidentally, on another Friday the 13th, locals on shore saw a three-masted schooner heading directly into the Goodwin Sands. No wreckage was ever found. From that... From the new one. Viewing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they saw from the shore... Uh, in 1848, it was again sighted, this time as it ran onto the Goodwin Sands and broke apart. Again, no wreckage was found. The last sighting came in 1948 by a Captain Bull Presswick. He was convinced he saw a three-masted schooner that looked exactly as the Lady Lovabond was described. This time it was surrounded by a green glow as it ran into the sands. Hmm. Another 50 years pass, and it's 1998. The legend of the ghost ship being so well known my birth that year. groups of people came to the location in hopes of seeing it, but they didn't see it. They didn't believe hard, hard enough. That's what it was. You gotta clap your hands. I'm not gonna clap. Don't look at me. No, what was that from? What? Something where you had to clap your hands to show you believed. So, the next time, if it sticks to the pattern and if it's ever seen again, will be 2048. I'll be alive then. So that's the Lady Love Bond. The thing I'll was, be I was looking for another ghost ship and I found this one. Mm. There's another one. It was like a small, speedy ship that kept being seen over and over and over in the fog. Small, speedy ship, like a little sloop just yeah, coming in and out of the fog clouds, fucking with everybody. The thing with this one is they couldn't find like records of the ship before a certain date. Mm-hmm. Like it said, it took place in what did I say, seventeen, seventeen something, seventeen forty eight, but apparently, like, they couldn't find any documents before like nineteen forty eight or something. That's not crazy. So they wonder if it was just uh, a romanticized story of ghost ships. The other one was actually a known ship that had disappeared. Hmm. It was known for like outrunning other ships and getting things where they needed to go and things like that. But I guess people like even sitting in like restaurants on the shore would see the ship in the fog and then when they look again, it's gone. That's a, that's a speedy ship. I'm try, I was trying to find that one. I can't remember what it was called, but that was a, that's a cool story too. But I like this one. So I like the, uh, like you hear a lot of ghost ship stories, but I like the ones where it's like a reoccurring, you know, it keeps getting seen. Mm -hmm. That is pretty interesting. Don't they say there's something like, thousand ghost ships in the ocean i don't know about ghost ships but like derelict ships well, any sure. derelict ship that's still sailing they consider a ghost ship i don't know i would say probably i know there are ships out there under like just empty yeah i saw some i, I saw this other one i can't remember the name of the ship but the guy went out to discover something like go to an area nobody's traveled yet I think he had his wife and son and stuff with him. Mm -hmm. And when they found the ship, he was at his desk in the captain's quarters. His wife was wrapped in a blanket. They were all completely frozen solid. Mm -hmm. And the last thing in the logbook was that they had gone through that path, path that nobody else had ever gone through. So he made it, but they didn't come out alive. Huh. It was like up towards the Arctic. He was going through. A yeah, pass. I know. I know which one you're talking. So about. when they found the ship, they were just completely frozen solid. Everybody on the ship. Hmm. It's like, huh? Well, he made it. 
Well, good for him. He got his goal, but he kind of killed him and his whole family. Look at that. I really want to go sailing at some point. Why? I, I just like the idea of like being out in the open so ocean. Feel a kayak. I said sailing. You can put a little a little stick with a, little, stick with a <laughs> handkerchief on it. <laughs> See Nate going down the river with like two sticks and a handkerchief between them. <laughs> I'm doing it, guys. I'm going. Yeah, the river's pushing you. No, I'm sailing. I'm sailing. I'm using the power of the wind. I'm sailing. I'm doing it. I think it'd be really fun. I'm a privateer. <laughs> I think you it'd be... jump on another ship and start attacking the people. By the order of the king. This yes. is now under the king's reign. We see Nate take off with a kayak, two sticks, and a handkerchief and come back with a yacht. I traded up, guys. I went from kayak to yacht. Yep, you privateered. How, how do you think... How did I get all the way up the river? Don't worry about it. Yeah, you just don't ask. I Look, did. The king told me I could, so I... Got it up the river. I got a writ from the king, and it said I could. I under his name, I'm able to privateer. I st uh, I love that story about like the the true Jack Sparrow. Did we talk about that? No, I don't think we have. <laughs> so there's this guy they they said it's who Jack Sparrow is based off of. He was like a pirate, and he took his ship up against another ship that had like three times as many guns. Mm. He ran out of cannonballs. Got in a little raft, rode over to the other ship and asked if he could borrow some cannonballs. <laughs> so they arrested him. He went to court, defended himself, got himself free, and then asked for a job, and they gave him a job. Oh my god, it's a sovereign citizen that that decided, like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll but just, it's like, it I'll just fits, expect like, everything into charisma. It fits fine. the way that character is. It, it does fit off. Roll over to the other ship say, hey, I'm out of cannonballs to fight you with. Can I borrow some? Oh, I guess I'll send I'd... them right back. <laughs> I, I guess I'm being arrested? Okay. Don't worry. I'll get out of these charges. Yeah. He defended himself, got out of the charges. That's crazy. I forget what he There was some reason why he got out of the charges. I can't remember what it was. A technicality. Oh, probably. Made a deal with the devil. <laughs> okay. Probably. Not at a crossroad. <laughs> I don't know. You you seem to be doing better since we done that. Uh, yeah, but I knew that was coming before that. Mm -mm, and I think I already excuses. had the new car before that. Yes. Yes, because I drove it down that road the next day and the special coating they put on the car, Yeah. the dust fucking sticks to it like a magnet. Nice. I could not wash that shit off. I had to go to another fucking automatic car wash and get it all fucking clean. Okay, we're going to take a little break and we'll be back. We is back. We is back. We is back. Welcome back, Chris. How's your pee? Good. That's great. I don't understand how more water comes out than I put in. Um... I'm not going to get into the biology of human beings. Pee comes from the balls. Pee is stored in the balls. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I wish I got that on here. Your audio clip? Yeah. Yes. I might be able to hold it up to the mic. It Don't. Might. It's going to sound terrible. It might work. It's gonna, you it's, hush. It sounds bad. You don't know. It's. We haven't tried it yet. It's going to sound bad. We're going to see if it works because I didn't think to... Well, I, I thought to do it, but then I slept. 
instead. I slept. See if I get through it. Where's my speaker down here? It's gonna be loud too. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That'll be a sound bite. That's kind of funny that he sent that after, after we had this discussion. The episode. <laughs> Without listening to last week's episode where we had talked about that. Piss is stored in the balls. That's from Ed, by the way. Everybody knows who Ed is. We've talked about him plenty of times. Ed's the guy who makes our intro and outro song. Yes. Great guy. Never talked to him. And our commercials. We yep. haven't done this one in a while. Yeah. Mary's happy heart for heart. We have all that you need. That one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we... What do we... What does it have? It has all we need, but what specifically does it have? I still remember recording that episode. And we did the whole joke at the beginning. Uh, yeah. How much pain can I handle ASMR? I don't remember. And I was pretending to put a screw into the back of my hand. Yes. And then I started screaming. Yes. And right when we got done recording, I messaged Ed. I'm like, I need a commercial right now. <laughs> and he sent one. I'm like, you got the wording a little bit wrong. Within like five minutes, he had me another version of it. I'm like, fucking awesome. That's so good. And now we have the commercial. Should we make some more? I, I asked him to make more. He said he's going to when he gets a chance. No. I said, whatever you want, just make random, weird-ass commercials. We need a commercial for the charcoal peddler. Oh, well, that'd be a good one. Yeah. I don't know how we would do it. We gotta get something rhymey to, like, charcoal peddler and, like, his wares. I don't know. I'm not a good lyricist. I can't do words good. I'm not a good cyclist. I can't do lyrics either. How, how do word good? <laughs> how, how do word good? How do word good? How do hot oven... Hey Chris, Go I have a ghost story. In. I have a I have a ghost ship story. A ghost ship. Oh, it's a little different. Wish I had a ghost ship story. It's a little different than yours, because not similar, but it's a little different than yours. It doesn't involve a ship, or the uh, water, or, or ghosts. ghosts. Um, actually, we're gonna talk about the moon. Talk about acorns. Acorns. <laughs> uh, no, the Carl A. Deering is what we're gonna be talking about. Uh, the Carl A. Deering was a five-masted schooner. Ah, yes. two more masts than yep. I love a bond. Yep. It had a very short life uh, for sailing uh, for a few years before she was found completely abandoned on the Diamond uh, Shoals of North Carolina in 1922. Uh, the, mystery, uh, the mystery of what happened remains one of the Maritime's history's most famous ghost ship story. You know what I'd love to hear? Like a story where they're like, we found this five-masted schooner mm -hmm. in the middle of Oklahoma. In, no water. In, oh. <laughs> nearby at all. That's happened, hasn't it? I believe so. I'm pretty sure that there, movie, uh, there was like a was story. on that. One movie. Um, shit. It didn't get like, people like rip on the movie. It was a good movie. It was uh, Matthew McConaughey. And he was like a treasure hunter. Oh, Sahara. That's it. I liked that movie. I, I did thought it was watch a good, that. fun movie. I did watch that. I enjoyed that movie. It's fun. It's a good it's movie. All that matters. Yeah. And their fucking their dialogue between each other, the two guys, is fucking great. It is pretty good. I and need the whole to watch thing was that like, again. There used to be a river there, and, and they the... found the old ironclad. They were yeah, it was under the sand dune. Yeah, and then they sailed it. Was it the ironclad they sailed? Or... I thought it was the ironclad they sailed. They sailed something. I don't remember what it was. With the they put a sail on it, went across the desert sand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was that though, because that was buried, wasn't it? 
It might have been buried. I do know they found the ironclad. There was gold in it. And then they were sailing something to like. I remember the when they were dragging the truck bed because they were handcuffed to it. Yeah. God, I have to fucking watch that movie again. <laughs> That's a, a good it's movie. It's a good movie, and people like make fun of it. You know what's another good movie that nobody talks about? The Rundown. I don't think I've seen that one. It's by The Rock. Well, it's not by The Rock. It has The Rock in it. And he's like a bounty hunter, and he's sent to like find this guy out in the Amazon jungle. It's really good. Is that what that... Mm-hmm. You got I it. saw one where he was sent to catch someone's son. Yep. And the guy kept like setting him up and getting him stuck in traps and yep. fucking him over. That one? Yep. And he keeps saving him? Yep. Yeah, okay, I've seen it. The rundown. Like the other guy is like in a lot of like comedy movies. Yes. Yeah. Like dude, where's my car type movies. A hundred. I think he was in dude. <laughs> where's my was car too. But uh, that that was a good movie at the rundown. Um, but Sahara was pretty good. Yeah. I think though you're right. There there has been like an actual time where that's happened where somebody has found a ship just in the middle of like nowhere and it's like why the fuck is this ship here. Could you imagine, like, going across the plains and, like, you just come across, like, a, a galleon and you're just like, how the fuck did this galleon come out in the middle of nowhere? It'd be funny just to set shit up like that. I just do to, know like... they have found Viking ships, like, very far inland uh, because Vikings used to, like, take their ships inland with yeah. them. Um, I don't know if they've ever fought, found any, like, galleys or anything like that. That would be very interesting. I remember I was watching that Christmas movie there. It was like really gory and graphic. It was one with the guy from Stranger Things. Christmas movie? That's yeah. oh, Santa Claus. Is that what it was? I don't remember what it's called. Is it like Santa Claus beating up the burglars? Yes. Yeah. And I noticed when he was on. His it was gory. Sleigh. I haven't watched it. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. like my favorite Christmas movie now. I noticed when he was on a sleigh, though. I'm like, that has a Viking longship figurehead. That w- w- the wood looks really old, mm-hmm. and that's how he learned to fight. He was a Viking. Yeah, that's so funny. I'll have to watch it. Oh, it's uh, good. It's so the really Carl good. A. Deering was built in Bath, Maine. Nineteen uh, Bath or Beth? Bath, B A T H. Bath. Okay. Unless it's pronounced differently. No, probably not. Probably not. It's Maine. It's all white people. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't make it any easier to like. Greenwich Village? No, it's spelled Greenwich. That's a good point, actually. Worcester sauce? Come on. Worcestershire sauce? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. What is the correct way of pronouncing Worcestershire sauce? I think Worcester. Is it Worcestershire? No, I think it's Worcester. Just Worcester? Yeah. No, no Shire? Because isn't there a place in Massachusetts, Worcester, Mass, and it's spelled the same way? Maybe. Did you say Worcester? But it's Massachusetts, so we don't really count them. The mass holes? The mass holes. That's yeah. what we call them. Well, I lived on the border, so we were up there quite a bit. Both are applicable. So, uh, It was built in 1990 by the G.G. Deering Company for commercial use and was named for the owner's son. The ship was 255 feet long, uh, 40 feet wide, or 44 feet wide. and with a big fucking ship. It's a Big fucking. Ship. I just I thought schooners were small for some reason. No, it's a five master schooner. It weighed uh, five stone, one thousand eight hundred and seventy nine tons. Ah, three stone. Yeah, two and a half. Two and a half stone. 
I have no idea what the fuck a stone is. I think a stone's about five pounds. <laughs> I knew it was something like smaller than obviously what we're saying. Um, designed to carry coal at the capacity of three hundred and fifty or three hundred and five hundred. 3,500, I can't speak, 3,500 tons. Uh, she was the largest and the last ship ever constructed by GG Deering Company and one of the last wooden cargo ships ever built. Uh, she was first launched on April 4th, 1919 in Bath, Maine. I made the mistake for- of hauling bananas. No, but wouldn't be surprised. After sailing for almost a year and a half, she was... Uh, in excellent shape when she set sail for Norfolk, Virginia I got a, on August 22nd. Yes? Got a question. Mm-hmm. What about plantains? That's a good point. Can you bring plantains on board, just not bananas? I don't know. Do are, Were they... Are they just homophobic they, and they don't want any phallic-shaped objects on board? Do they know the difference between a banana and a plantain? One you can beat someone to death with and one you can't. Yeah. That's the difference. I like plantains. They're really good. I, I had them once. Really? When I was down in Miami. Miami. That's the best place to get it. I was, uh, my friend's mother brought me out. They, she wanted me to have their traditional food. Hmm. How was it? How was it prepared? Well, what I got was a pork dish. Mm-hmm. It was like three types of pork in like a stew type sauce and plantains on the side. Okay. And when I eat, I tend to eat one part of the meal at completely a at a yeah. time. So I ate all the plantains. I'm like, oh, these are really sweet. And I guess you're supposed to go back and forth. Plantains are really good. It was Fried good, plantains Food was good. Really fucking good. You ever had plantain chips? I think I have once. Okay. I like to eat plantain chips. They're pretty good. I used to have bananas. Plantain chips with tzatziki? That's really good. I don't even know what that is. Tzatziki? It's a... It's a Yogurt dip made with garlic and cucumbers and dill. It's a dip made of tzatziki flies. Tzatziki. Takes a long time to make. You have to milk them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, they're like the size of a pinhead. (laughs) I have nipples, fucker. Can you milk me? Fuck, you even breathe, you're going to rip its teeth off. (laughs) Then Uh, all the milk just pours out. Uh, it set sail for Norfolk, Virginia on August 22nd, 2000, uh, 2000, 1920, uh, bound for Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. On board was an uh, experienced captain, William H. Merritt. Merritt was a war hero for World War One. This isn't really applicable, but I thought I would add it. Because the captain, like, th- this captain and his first mate leave. <laughs> they get sick, and so they don't actually go back with the uh, ship. So just the rest of the crew goes to sail it back. Uh, and then and, and a new captain and first mate. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like adding the history of the So thing. he didn't... He worked for a company then? Uh, the person operating the ship? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it wasn't like his ship. No, I don't believe so. So when he got sick, the company just replaced him. Yeah. William M. Merritt. Uh, Merritt was a war hero in 2000... Or 2000 fuck. In World War One. Uh, his son, Sewell Merritt, w- who served as his first mate, uh, and a crew of then 10 men with a cargo full- filled with coal. However, just a few days later, Captain Merritt fell seriously ill, and the ship was turned back and landed at the port uh, Lewis, Delaware, where Merritt and his son disembarked. Uh, the Deering Company replaced the two captain 
uh, replace the two with Captain Williams B and Williams B Warman. What a fucking long name. <laughs> Captain Williams B Warman, a retired 66-year-old veteran, sea captain, and Charles B. McLennan. And Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens and the first mate. Once again, on September 8th, 1920, the ship set sail. in the rivers of America, he came up with Moby Dick. Made his way to Brazil. When was Charles Dickens alive? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I even read any of his books. So they set sail. You never read Moby Dick? No. Oh. I never read Moby yeah, Dick. He's got to have other books, right? Uh, maybe, probably. The ship set sail and made its way to Brazil, delivering the coal without incident. On December 2nd, oh my God. 1920. Yes? What did you expect he would look like? Not like a crazy guy. Dog, he was a, he was a writer. He looks like Alfred Packer. <laughs> he does look like <laughs> Alfred Packer a little bit. Uh, let's see. Look at H.P. Lovecraft. He died in... 1870. So before this. Let's see. Notable works. The Pickwick Papers. Oliver Twist. I do know Oliver Twist. I know that one. I knew Christmas Carol. After I said his name, I'm like, wait, he did a Christmas one. Christmas Carol. Uh, Nicholas Nickleby. David Copperfield. Bleak House. Wait, Little... there's a book called David Copperfield? Yeah. It's a famous book. Oh my God. And then fucking David Copperfield stole it? You knew there was a book called David Copperfield, right? No. Oh. You just know the, magi the magician from yeah. the 80s? Yeah. I used to watch a special every year. Did he take the name from the book? I don't know. What's the book based on? Oh. A magician? Like a thief, I thought. His adventures in his journey from infancy to maturity. Is a novel in Bill Dung... Fuck. Bill Dung. Bill Dungsrimen? Sure. In the Bill Dungsrimen genre. Oh. Narrated by the eponymous David Copperfield detailing his adventure in his journey from infancy to maturity. That's it. <laughs> it's just, okay. It's a very complicated weaving of truth and invention. Ah. Then he did Bleak House, Little Durrett, A Tale of Two Cities, Great Expectations, he did a lot of famous books. Interesting. Which is why we all know his name. Sure. He also left school at the age of 12. But so it was in... in shows 18... you don't need, need schooling. But that was in 18-something, so like... He went to work in a boot-placking factory. A boot-placking? When his father was incarcerated in a debtor's prison. So he left school and went to work. And then he you wrote know, it's a good thing novels. we don't have debtor prison anymore. Ah, they'll bring it back. Well, I say that. But some would argue the United States is a debtor prison. Look. Yes? You got Hans Christian Andersen, right? Uh, yeah. I think that that's against. Or Gruber. Catherine, Catherine Dickens. Or Hans Christian Gruber. Mark Twain. Yeah. I know Mark Twain. Trevor Snape. Uh, it's Oscar <laughs> Wilde, but sure. Come on. It, it kind of looks like him. Hans Christian Andersen. I was right. Yeah. We talked about him before. I forget why. <laughs> we can talk about a lot of people. It's hard to keep track of. Because I, I did the Little Mermaid story. Yes. He's the one who wrote it. Yes. Uh, on December 2nd, two, I keep saying 2000. On December 2nd, 1920. 
December 2nd. On December 2nd, 1420, Kering left Brazil and went to the bridge town Barbados. Barbados. Bridge town? Went to bridge town Barbados. Ah. Where it stopped for supplies. Barbados. Okay. Barbados. Barbados? Barbados. Never heard of it. You good? <laughs> I, just, I I was thinking. Stroke. Stroke. Ah, Stick the battery to my head. All these squares make a circle. All these squares make a circle. All these squares make a circle. Can I have something about squares and circles up there? You have square equals circle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where it stopped for supplies while the while there, the Captain Williams Warman spoke with Captain Hugh Norton uh, of the August W. Uh, Snow. Why do they have to name the ships after people and do their full name? That's what I just don't like. What are you looking at? I was just thinking, I never, we always talk about the chalkboard, but I never posted the picture of the chalkboard. Yeah, that's fine. Like it, a, it makes it, oh, that's new. Which one? Yippee! Oh, yeah. And above it, uh, what the fuck is that? Which one? Above Yippee. I have no idea. It That's looks like you. It looks like uh I hate it. No, it looks like it looks um like the character from Binding of Isaac. Yes, but, I was trying to think of the damn name. It but, looks like Binding but on of Isaac. All fours. Uh, what? I'll, I'll have to post a picture of the board. Is that new too? What? All anger? Where's all Artemis anger? All Anger? I don't even see that one. Right next to Bonk Boop. <laughs> Beware Artemis All Anger. No, that's, I don't think that's that might be. I don't new. remember that being remember. there last time. It's constantly changing and evolving. I just it's say not, evolving. It's not changing. Uh, it's, it it's, just it's, keeps growing and adding and it's growing. You're running out of room. No one even does. I just wake up and they're there. Oh my god, you have an SCP in your house. The whimsy. It's gone. It's over. The whimsy is over. Uh, so the captain of the Carol is sp- speaking to another captain and told him that he was having troubles with his crew, especially the first mate, Charles B. McLennan, stating that it was, uh, he was habitually drunk while ashore and mistreated the crew. While they were there, the first mate, McLennan, got drunk and, co- and complained to the captain, uh, Norton, that he could not discipline the crew without Captain Warmel interfering uh he had to do all the navigations owing to warmel's poor eyesight later captain norton uh his first mate and another captain heard mclinn say i'll get the captain before we get to norfolk i will so he's gonna take out the captain yep at some point due to his drunkenness mclennan was arrested however captain warmel bailed him out of jail on january 9th that's uh, the guy that was gonna kill him Uh uh-huh so he didn't know he was gonna kill him and he bailed him out of jail and got killed by him well, I'm pr- assuming. You're assuming. Yes. Y- you know what they say about assumptions? That you're an it's ass. It's a bad that thing to do. <laughs> That's what it says. It says, it says you're an ass. It says you... uh, and the Deering immediately set sail for Hampton Roads, Virginia. On January 29th, 1921, the Deering passed by Cape, uh, the Cape Lookout uh, lightship off North Carolina and hailed it reporting having lost both its anchors and chains in the storm off Cape Fear. The man also asked that the ship That's owner... A weird movie. Cape Fear? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a movie. 
Van also asked that the ship's uh, the ship's owner, the GG Deering Company, be notified. However, the light ship keeper, uh, keeper's captain Thomas Jacobson could not convey the message because his radio was out. But thankfully, the good ship Lollipop was passing by. Yes, yes. Captain Jacobson would later say that the man who hailed the light ship was a tall, thin man with reddish hair. What you looking at? Your arm. Why are you looking at my arm? I realize it's a fox, but it's upside down. So the way I'm looking at it, I'm like, it looks like it has like a little baby mouth and a goofy eye, like a little tornado. <laughs> trying to figure what it was, and I realized it was a fox. <laughs> it's not a new tattoo. Like, I know, but I've never numerous looked, times. I don't pay attention to you. I didn't even realize you're sitting there. I just kind of think I'm talking to myself over <laughs> here. Where'd you come from? There's all these other voices in my head. I just... Uh, where was that? Uh, man with reddish hair. Yeah. So they told the, the light ship that um, they had lost both their anchors and chains and that to notify the owner of the company. Um, but the guy couldn't because he didn't have a radio. However, the or guy anchors. Did... What? Or anchors. No, he had anchors. Oh. The, 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 the Carl didn't have... So anchors. all these ships are just fucking traveling around with... No anchor pieces. It's like being in space, but not having you know, the ability if to if we stop. make a whole fleet, we have a complete ship. <laughs> I have a radio. But now I'm wondering. No anchors. Yeah. Oh, God. I wonder if something ever happened where, like, a ship got into, like, a fight. Mm -hmm. And Paul put a hole inside of it. What if it got up next to the side of another ship and just sailed in together? I would imagine that if you could do that, it probably wasn't getting in any water anyways. Because, like, the bottom of the ship that's actually underwater is, like, rounded. It's yeah. not rounded. But I think it wouldn't be able to, like, touch. Well, like, say, like, it gets a hole and it's lightly taking in water. Mm hmm If you can keep it straight up so it's taking in barely any water, could you sail them both in? I've seen it happen with uh, yeah. semi-trucks. Maybe. That'd be interesting. It was, uh, when I was younger, there was a show called Nine SB 911. Yep. And there was a semi going down a dangerous mountain pass, and their brakes gave out. Oh. So another semi floored it in front of them and slowly slowed down until they bumped the bumpers, and then used his brakes to stop the other truck. Interesting. Then wasn't there an incident with a plane without landing gear? They floored a truck out there and got a truck under the front landing gear? I'm pretty sure that was a Bud Light commercial. <laughs> Yeah, but I thought there was, like, an actual incident about it for some reason. I know it was in a commercial, too. But I remember seeing it not too long ago. But Maybe I it did actually happen and they made a commercial. I don't know. Stuff, I remember hearing I knew about it before the commercial. I don't know from what, though. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, so they didn't have a, any anchors. Their anchors and chains were gone. And the, the guy, they asked them to radio. And, um, but the lightship captain realized that the man who was talking was a tall man with reddish hair speaking through a megaphone. He also stated that the man didn't act or speak like any of the officers, like an officer and his speech was broken. Jacobson took him for Scandinavian. Jacobson also noticed that the crew was milling around on the ship on the quarter deck where they were usually not allowed. The next day, the crew of another vessel reported seeing the Deering sailing a course directly into the Diamond Shoal. In the early morning mornings of January 31st, the Deering was sighted at the C.P. Bradley 
by CP Bradley, who was on lookout duty at the Cape uh, Hartness, Hartress Coast Guard Station. The vessel had run aground with all the sails set on the outer edges of the Diamond Shore. Uh, Bradley reported his findings, but rescue ships could not approach the Deering due to bad weather. It wasn't until February 4th, about three day, four days later, uh, that the ship could be boarded when a tugboat rescue crew led by Captain James Carlson went up the Deering and the ship had been battered. The ship had been battered and taking on water. The crew found the vessel completely abandoned uh, and much of the equipment had been damaged. The steering equipment was disabled. The wheel had been smashed and shattered. Uh, the rudder just dis disengaged from the socket or stock and the binacle box. Binacle box? Binacle box? Binacle? I, don't I have no idea is. what that is. No idea. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Uh, the stave. Uh, it was staved in and broken. And a sledgehammer leaned ominously nearby. The ship's logs and navigation Obviously. equipment, the crew's personal effects, life rafts, and uh, the ship's two lifeboats were missing from the vessel. How did they? The ladder was hanging over the side. Uh, ironically, the galley looked as if the food was being prepared when the vessel was abandoned. There was ribs in a pan, pea soup in a pot, and coffee on the stove. And a banana on the counter. And a banana on the counter. That's what caused it all. Uh, afterwards, the ship was unsalvageable, pulled out in the ocean, and, and dynamited. <laughs> Some of the ship's wreckage washed ashore on uh, Oak Crack Island. North oh, Carolina. crack. Oak Rock. Oak Crack. Is it Oak Crack? Oak That's where all the crackheads live. Croak Island? Nah, it doesn't matter. North Carolina, where it remains crack visible island. for more than 30 years. Uh, yeah. So, they don't know where they went. They're just gone. Ships run aground. They don't know where they went. This, the, the like, where you steer has been destroyed. It's been, like, smashed up. Did we do another... Story similar to that? Maybe I don't remember. I thought we did one where they found a ship and the crew was completely gone. Oh, we've done a few of them where the crew was completely gone. Or not There's a, few. a lot of stories like that. There are a lot of stories. Uh, so the U.S. government immediately launched an ex extensive investigation that lasted until the late t 1922, so a year. Uh, but an official finding was never made on the incident. So ghost ship as in when they found it nobody was there it was was it still afloat though no it ran aground okay didn't catch that part and it was all completely smashed up obviously with the sledgehammer <laughs> that's that's what they suspect yeah i know but the way you when you were reading the story it's like obviously there's a sledgehammer nearby well there was well, that's not quite obvious i said <laughs> ominously oh okay they said obviously. ominously <laughs> like obviously a sledgehammer uh, obviously, ominous. So the thing maybe you I said the rudder. Obviously. Yes. So the rudder the part that's inside the ship they smashed. Disengaged from its stock. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, did they get in like a fucking life raft, go out behind it, and whack the shit out of it? Well, they also ran aground, so that probably got smashed out mm. when they hit the ground. When they run the ground in reverse. Yeah. The back of it could have hit. <laughs> they had enough momentum to get the back of it. Shut the fuck up. But you can't figure out how a ship could have enough momentum to break apart and kill everybody. It didn't ex 
fucking explode, all right? I know, but it's still 250 foot long running aground. You can... I can see a ship running aground 200 feet worth of it. I would and say... And not everyone dying on the ship. No, 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 I know, but I'm just saying... I would see about 50 foot of it getting stuck in the dirt and the rudder still in the water. That's why I'm saying I didn't see how the rudder would be broken from going ashore. It's also not completely, like, flat. Like, there could have been rocks. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But the rocks would have hit the front first. Not necessarily. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... The weather was considered, especially hurricanes, though powerful hurricanes were known to have been raging in the Atlantic. The Deering was moving away from them at the time. Yes, the, the weather state was of the considered ship, especially hurricanes. Yes, the state of the ship indicated an ordinary, an order, order. Oh my God, I can't speak. Orderly rather than panicked evacuation. So when they left, it wasn't like a, oh shit the ship's going down. It was like a. Time to go. It was like, a, I'm going to grab the sledgehammer, fuck up the ship, then leave. Yeah. Piracy was considered, and some believe that this was a cause, but no evidence was found to support this theory. Rum runners were also suspected as the crew disappearance occurred during the Prohibition. This idea was primarily ruled out because the vessel was too large. Piracy was considered, so. but the ship had a VPN, so they couldn't prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, many suspect it was the cause of mutiny due to Wormel's known conflict with his first mate. This idea is supported by the red-haired man who hailed the captain lookout uh, lookout ship, lookout light ship rather, uh, which was certainly not ca the captain. Uh, Senator Frederick Hale of Maine advocated this theory, stating that it was a plain case of mutiny despite some of the evidence that this might have been not the case. Nothing definitive has ever been proven. It seems like if it was mutiny, it's a really odd thing to do. It's like, let's destroy the ship and leave. Like, why mutiny then? And they never found anybody. Nope. Would have, but So they might have killed the captain and buried him somewhere, and that's why they left the ship. But none of them came up? They never found the boats, that the life rafts. And they never found the people. They never found those three people that escaped from Alcatraz either. Right. <laughs> but that's different. I mean, it's, it's very possible they literally well, took I'm it. wondering because like, he wanted to kill the captain. He said that. Yeah. So did they possibly take the captain with him, kill him somewhere, and then just all... But also, like, they had food on the... In the kitchen. Yeah, but if you're going to do a mutiny, it's usually... By surprise. Right, and after you killed him, when you'd be like, alright, let's... Well, I'm wondering if they took him with him to kill him. That way there was nothing on the ship, no people at... Why break the ship, then? To make it look like it ran aground or something, I don't know. I mean, it did run aground. A red herring. Yeah. Could be a red Maybe herring. People trying to fucking figure out what happened to the ship yeah. while they were getting away. It is also possible that once the Deering ran aground, the crew abandoned the ship, took refuge in the lifeboats, and were swept out to the sea... It is also possible that the crew of the Durang was rescued by another ship in the air, the SS Hewitt, which was also lost with all hands about the same time. They just keep going from ship to ship, killing yeah. the captains and <laughs> abandoning the ships. In the end, no signs of or wreckage of the lifeboats were ever found, nor were any of the member or crew in the bodies um, 
found. Another theory is that the red-headed crewmate started a fast food joint. And there's still speculation of how they all disappear to this day. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, it... Yeah, they could mutinied, but it's just like if they did mutiny, there's such a weird way to do it. Like, if you would a mutiny, take the captain, kill him, throw him overboard. Why smash the all the... I'm thinking just to throw it off. I take, steal the boat at that point. You're already killing somebody. Steal the boat. Become a pirate. I wonder what the island is like that it was run aground on. I don't know. Where was this? North Carolina. Never mind. <laughs> so I was wondering if maybe it was like a... Treasure Island. No, like a hostile island like with like... Oh, no, no, no. Like, like no. tigers and shit, you know? So maybe they, they smashed a ship so and left the captain on board. And the only option he had was to try and get through this <laughs> island, you know? Fuck you in particular. We're not going to put you in a raft to make you go row over there. I'm like, no, we're taking the raft. Yeah, we're taking the raft. We're smashing the ship. We're leaving you here. You got to go through Crack Island. Yeah, you go through Crack <laughs> Island. The wild crack whores chase him down. <laughs> what will he do? Oh, God, he's found crack. He's offering it up as a sacrifice. <gasps> They're worshipping him. They're breaking his bones apart and smoking him. Why are they crushing him up and trying to smoke him? They're gaining his powers. Yeah. The power. Oh, no, they can sail now. The crack whores are leaving the island. <laughs> run away. Run away. Quick. Lure them away. This is how that Fallout series started. This is the exact crackheads. Crackheads. Taking over the world and destroying everything. Yep. Smoking everything in sight. Those poor children never saw it coming. Why did the orphanage move out of the way? I don't know. Why was the orphanage on, at sea? I don't know. <laughs> I just, just so many questions. Not enough answers. Where did the people go? Why was the orphanage out on the How water? How did they sail a building? How did they I mean, sail a building? It was brick. 14 stories. How did it stay afloat? <laughs> I just don't get it. Maybe they tipped it on its side. <sighs> Shut all the windows. Made a makeshift brick boat. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor kids. God. That was before child labor laws. They were all fucking rowing that building through the ocean. Tell you what, though. I bet... They were managed. They managed to like deliver a lot of cargo. I bet. All you have to do is say, "Your parents are on the other side of the ocean, and those kids will roll like crazy." <laughs> go on. We're gonna find your parents. Let's go. And they never did. These poor orphans. Anyways, that's been my story. Our episode. They found the the ghost building at the sea. <sighs> do you ever watch Ghost Ship? Is that the one that starts with the wire just killing everybody? Yes. Yes. I have seen that. That was a fucking amazing scene. I watched that movie. It kind of sucked. It did. But watched, that scene was awesome. I watched that movie about 20 times. Why? My uncle, he kept putting it on and kept playing it. And, like, I just never left the room. I was just like, I'm, I guess I'll watch it. I'm going to say you didn't leave the room for other reasons. No, it's not like that. Chris, how dare you? I we just... would watch the movie and he would rub my leg. <laughs> no. This was last year. <laughs> this just happened. Uh, he would also 
play the end credits um, song. I think it was by Mudvayne. Oh, okay. And so he would just keep playing it. I, I stand unbroken. I, I don't like your uncle. I, that's that's fair. <laughs> that's I mean, you don't need to like him. Hell, the mud vein thing is probably the, wor- the least part. of the problem. Uh, I mean, I, I could see if you replayed the first scene over and over because that was pretty cool. He did do that as well. Okay. Yeah, he he did both. The rest of it was bad. Did I ever tell you when I got caught seeing boobs for the first time? No. <laughs> My father listens to this. I probably shouldn't tell this story. <laughs> when I was when I was little. I don't even know why this popped in my head right now. I was watching... We were watching National Lampoon's European Vacation. And he left the room to go do something. I know what scene you're talking about, because I'm pretty sure... She lifts her shirt up at the fountain. Yes, yes. And I kept rewinding it and playing it, rewinding it and playing it. And when I heard him coming, I hit play again, got past the scene, and when he comes in, he came in the room, and he's like, Shouldn't the movie be farther along by now? Why do you know that? <laughs> That's why, Dad. Um, funny enough, that was like the first time I saw boobs, like with my family as well. Like not the first time I've ever seen boobs in a movie, but like the first time I saw boobs while watching a movie with my parents. National Lampoon's yep. notorious for. It's so out of pocket. Children and the adolescents. It's so out of pocket too, because like. Or adulthood. It's it, the whole movie is like completely different, and like all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, she meets titties. a French girl and she lifts her shirt up. German, like, German. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah, but it, it's just like out of nowhere. It's like, and there's her titties. I'm like, why is this in the movie? Like, I I get it, but at the same time, it's not what I expected from this movie. Yes, National yes. Lampoon's good series. Ah. I like a lot of the vacations. The the first couple were good. European vacation. Then it went down. Christmas vacation was good. Yeah. Uh, there's another one. Is it just vacation? I don't remember, but those are like the good ones. Yeah. You already named the two good ones. That's that's the only three I've watched. So. We talked about this before. There's there's a couple good movies in all of their movies. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of them. Yeah. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed our episode of Arcanum Obscura. If you would like to contact us or follow our social media, our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is arcanumobscura. And our Instagram is arcanumobscura. That's it. That's it. That's all. Do you have anything else to add, Chris? Nope. Are you sure? Yep. I mean, you can just add it right now. Just say it. As we're fading away. You suck. That's not really... You're an ass. Anything else? No, that's it. Let's go. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.